and this is Robin, and you're listening to K-Pop Hot Sheet. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and YouTube at K-Pop Hot Sheet, and rate us on Apple Music and Spotify if you enjoy the show. So we, it's a big day for us. We're now in the double digits. This is episode 10. Woo! Yay! We made it! <laughs> we made it. Only it only took us... How, how long did it take us? Um, almost the whole year, but... You know, we're trying. Are we counting? Well, episode one started last year, no? Yeah, we recorded it in December of last year, I so, believe. more than a year, but yeah. But I'm happy. Episode 10, that's a big milestone. A decade of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> well, to celebrate it, we're going to talk about 50-50 again. The drama that doesn't end. It never ends. It keeps going forever. I'm kind of sick of talking about them, so we'll keep this quick. But but you know what? I feel like it fuels us recording because every time we record, there's always something new with them. So it's just I think this is going to follow us for the rest of our podcast career. I mean, if they're still having drama into 2025, 26. They might. They might continue. Maybe it's like, maybe we'll still be, maybe they'll become, maybe it's not drama. Maybe they'll become the hottest group in the world and we'll be like, oh my God, remember back then when we started our podcast? Like, who knows? Maybe they'll be the next Destiny's Child and Kina will be the next Beyonce. Maybe. We'll find out though. But right now, um, the current drama, so... If anyone doesn't remember, you can go back in our episode archive um, and re-listen to some of this 50-50 drama, but the Givers CEO is now suing Attract for defamation. Not really surprising, given everything that has been happening with these factions of people. Um, Remind me, though, so Givers is the people that produce the song, and Attract is, okay, Attract is the actual agency. Yeah. So the okay. producer, the CEO of The Givers, who I believe um, produced Cupid, the big hit mm-hmm. that all of this drama, the center of all of the drama, um, is suing Attract for defamation because of all of the things that Attract was saying about them trying to poach the members and all of that stuff. So he's suing them. Um, the group is going to continue with one member, Kina. So the other Beyonce. three... <laughs> We'll see. I mean, I don't, I don't know who any of these girls are. Do you know which one Kina is? Oh no, no, no! I have no idea. Like, I was into them when Cupid came out, and I saw like a YouTube video where they were singing. I just remember they had really great voices, and I was so excited for them. But I didn't get the chance to like get to know them because soon after that, all like the shit hit the fan. You know? Yeah. So I have no idea. I mean, it'd be not, I should look her up now because her name's everywhere. Yeah, so Kina's going to be the only one to carry on and they're going to replace the other three members. So as part of that, Kina's going to be attending the Billboard Music Awards in the U.S. on November 19th because 5050 is nominated for Best Duo Slash Group, which is hilarious because only one of them <laughs> is going to be there to represent the group she's trying to carry the torch you know she's trying to continue it's just so interesting to me because they did have something with this group and made a lot of money out of you know the that 
Cupid song. And I know that they don't want to let that go and capitalize. And that's why they're doing all this stuff. But it's just funny, right? Because like you said, it's not even that they have at least two members. They have one member. Like that's like what? Well, the crazy thing is, and I said this to you before, is that like they should have just honestly, if I was attracted, I would have just sold the name of the group to somebody because that's all this is about can the, can you even sell the name of the group I'm, sh- which been like, I'm sure you can start <laughs> no i'm sure you because that's where all the like monetary value lies right because they'll they'll replace those other three members and i guarantee that a majority of people will have no idea that members have been replaced if they haven't been following any of this drama and they just knew cupid and they knew the name 50 50 they're gonna have no idea that yeah i i actually I, and I'm a big Beyonce fan, Destiny's Child, but when I started, I, I always take it back to them, I'm sorry, but when I started listening to them, it started when there was the three of them, right? And it wasn't until years later that people kept saying DC4, DC4, DC5. I'm like, what is that? And then I saw that there used to be a bigger group and two girls left and then Michelle came in and they decided, oh, let's just continue as three. So like, absolutely. If enough time passes by and they're... Uh, become famous enough yeah no one's gonna remember this shit like three years from now except for us because we've been documenting it <laughs> but yeah so that's the 50 50 update i'm sure there's probably even more drama besides that but like i'm i'm done no, talking i was about gonna it. make i was i was gonna make a quick pun though that i uh when i realized when i was like oh they didn't even have two members of the group that they couldn't even retain 50 percent of their group oh <laughs> but i'm <laughs> You know, I just had to throw that in there, sorry. 50-50, more like one quarter. (laughs) They should change the name. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. But on another note, um, from one girl just carrying the torch, going to events by herself, to another doing her own thing, we have Lisa from Blackpink, who performed at Crazy Horse Paris, and it has caused quite... A stir. Because why wouldn't it? How, how dare they ever let a woman do anything for herself? You know? Like, how dare you go have fun and explore and... And be sexy. Do something different. It's, yeah. It's the being sexy. Everybody's all up in arms about it. Um, right. But honestly, like, good for her. I love it because it sounds like she has been a big fan of Crazy Horse. I mean, it's a very well, famous give us, burlesque. Give us a little back, yeah, a little background. What's Crazy Horse? What she do? What happened? So Crazy Horse Paris is a very famous burlesque club in Paris, France. Um, Lisa apparently has been a big fan. Uh, a lot of celebrities um, go and do performances there. Most of the time it's more celebrities that are known for being a bit sexier and are usually uh, American or from somewhere that is a bit more open to that kind of do you, sexiness. Do you know who from like American side that I would know like has gone there? Uh, like I feel like it's definitely Pamela Anderson, oh. probably like a Carmen Electra type. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. You know it's what like I mean? women that have have been known to be open with their sexuality and it wouldn't be like a quote-unquote surprise for them to be there. Like, it wasn't shocking. Right. So 
Lisa, uh, apparently, from what I understand, reached out to the club because she wanted to perform there. So she like actively pursued this. So it's not a situation where she was put in a weird situation or position where maybe she didn't want to do it. Like she actively pursued this. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of the performances there are topless, but her performance that she did, she did not go topless. So just... Just saying. She still kept it clean. She still kept it clean. And this reminds me a little bit of um, Jenny being part of that HBO show that was um, very controversial. And I remember she got into trouble, too, of, like, some of the scenes. She was being too sexy and sexual. And it's just, it's giving off a little bit, like, not that they were Disney kids, because it's not like they were that innocent and YG, but, like, Disney kids breaking out and trying to be like, well, we're grown-ups now. We're adults. And we don't want to be beholden to this, like image this k-pop image that we have to go by the rules i think they want to be more global and they see like their fellow global artists and celebrities that have the power to do what they want to do and i think that's why they're reaching out and doing these things because they want to they want to have control over that yeah they are grown-ass women and it's not like blackpink started out like it's not like they, they weren't that innocent. Yeah. Right. It's not like they started out like an after school situation where it's like. But they were still under like the K-pop quote unquote machine where it's like yeah. if they did have a concept that was edgy or sexy it was still within the limits of like what's acceptable in Korean culture. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So like they still were a bit under that. And now they're not like I've seen um, articles where they might not even continue to sign with YG. I think they're looking for their next step, their next opportunities, and they're building their careers, and I don't think they give an F-U-C-K about what people say. I mean, the I don't know, like, this this controversy that we're going to talk about really stems from China, and, like, that is a lot of cash money, so, but I don't know if they necessarily need it, because they're so global, you know? Yeah. Do you want to go into some of what's happening? Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, so the controversy really started with, um, I don't know if it's Weibo or Weibo, how to say it, but it's a social uh, media site in China that's very, very big, right? So her personal page was replaced by an error message that was saying the account was, quote, not viewable due to being reported for violating laws and regulations. So, you know, people, I guess it wasn't 100% clear if it was because of this, but people were um, speculating that it was because of that because, um, Another actress as well from Hong Kong, Angela Baby, who's very, very big, she was also blocked for the same, she had the same uh, error message, and she also attended um, the Crazy Horse uh, Paris show uh, with Lisa. So yeah, so, you know, people online have been saying that these Chinese censors are very quick to block content that is considered politically sensitive or it's going against the socially conservative values of the communist Chinese Communist Party you know and in the past stars have been targeted because of wearing tattoos or even like um, male celebrities for being kind of more effeminate having effeminate fashion so I don't know it seems ridiculous we come from a different point of view right American point of view and it seems ridiculous to us because we allow celebrities to be themselves and do what they want to do and it's not like a whole government is going to stop anything from that but i know in korea and in china like it's very different so it's always very interesting when 
scandals like this come up, right? Yeah. And how much of an effect it has. And even with, like, the Taiwan situation, how many times have has there been, like, situations with Taiwan and they, like, waved a flag or something and they had to apologize to the Chinese Communist Party for, like, doing that or whatever? Yeah. And... I saw somewhere that I think Lisa's mom had posted one of the pictures of her um, preparing, like, prepared for the, like, she has all these pictures of her, like, in the costume posed. I mean, she looks gorgeous, like, flawless, beautiful. beautiful. So beautiful. So her mom had posted something, and I think people were all going crazy about that, too, like, how dare you, whatever. It's like, come on, she's proud of her daughter who accomplished something that, was her own personal dream, right? And she looks amazing. There was nothing in any of those pictures, in my opinion, that looked like raunchy. Yeah, yeah. Like she just looked, yeah, gorgeous, amazing, and very classy. And still had sex outfits. appeal, right? Yeah. But like a classy sex appeal. It wasn't, and not to say that okay, even if she was topless, like that's if she liked that. Fine. I'm, I'm not saying that like raunchy is bad, but. She just, she looked great. It wasn't anything crazy. I think it just goes back to the control that the government wants to have. And if they see that people really, I think the problem is that she is so global and people really look up to her a lot. And if they're trying to control and have these like family values that like women shouldn't be vulgar and they shouldn't be obscene and they shouldn't want to dress sexily or whatever and be more modest they want to censor that and block that as much as possible, right? So even though she wasn't that sexy to us, to them it's like, it's the ideal that she would be um, further, uh, I can't think of the word, but like promoting in the country, you know? Yeah. I mean, she was, it was pretty sexy. I can, like, I can kind of see why you would get banned from Chinese social media for those pictures. (laughs) But at the same time, like, whatever, that's not going to, I'm sure that's not going to affect her negatively. Anyway. No, not at all. She and she's she's living her best life. Uh, allegedly, also dating um, the son of the second richest man in the world. Uh, I can't. I'm not going to say his last name. Arnault. 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 Is he French? <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to say it either. I would guess Ar- Arnault. Right. Like <laughs> I probably don't have to pronounce the L or the T. I, I don't freaking know. But they own. Um, Louis Vuitton and whatever else Louis Vuitton owns, like probably a lot of other big brands. Um, so needless to say, she's going to be okay. She's going to be okay with her very, very extraordinarily rich and average-looking boyfriend. Average, yeah, but average-looking boyfriend. Yeah, you got to look. I looked him up. I was like, Lisa, honey, but you know what? He probably has Again, a great personality. Yeah. We're not even going to... money. We're not... <laughs> She don't need his money. Come on. I was because she doesn't need it, but at the same time, I want. I, I'm saying that like she also doesn't need China's money. If she has him, you know what I mean. Like it's like, girl, she's about to go be like heiress of the Louis Vuitton. She's gonna be someone of the Louis Vuitton like brand empire. She doesn't need China's money. That's true. So that's, that's true. All I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, not that she's engaged to the man, so who knows? But and it's also allegedly they're dating, so. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Who knows? 
but from uh, one scandal to the next because we love ourselves scandals you know and uh actually i would even say from one controlling government to the next jk but (laughs) (laughs) um because you know there's i think this comes a bit anyways let me get into it first uh so recently there's been a lot of uh news articles about g dragon who was the leader of big bang um, who was booked uh, without detention uh, for uh, alleged illegal drug use. Um, and I believe, uh, Robin, you said he's actually going to be showing up on Monday, on November 6th? Yes, on November 6th, he is going to be taking a drug test. Oh, taking a drug test. Okay, on my birthday, I will send you birthday vibes. I hope you, uh, I guess you, you would have to pass the drug test, right? Not fail it. I don't know. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's like an oxymoron it's like i hope you like it shows up negative whatever that is <laughs> yeah he, so he, he would need to pass pass I it yeah if you fail yeah, it hope... that means that you've done drugs i don't know i'm also right i didn't see but i'm interested in what kind of drug test it is because like if it's a urine thing i feel like enough time probably has passed that he's in the clear if it's a hair sample like we better hope our boy ain't having too much fun so it's actually interesting i actually i I read not not from g dragon but actually the guy that is connected to this a little bit too is uh actor i want to say his name right uh Lee sun kyun which is um one of the main leads of parasite if you don't just know him by the name obviously so I did, when I was like doing my research, I scrolled through. He took two drug tests, and the first one was a hair sample. Mm-kay. And that actually came back uh, negative. But then they were saying because like the hair may have been bleached and dyed and everything, oh. that that could like, affect it. So he actually took a second one. I don't know what the second one was, whether it was urine or blood or whatever. But that also came by negative. So, I mean, also, a lot of time could have passed. He might not have been doing it now maybe he did it because this all revolves i think around a, a, a club in Gangnam. so like also i don't know what drug they're talking about um i don't think it's marijuana i think it's probably some kind of like club I, drug i think it said if i remember correctly i think it was marijuana and then um oh my god i forget how they described it but basically it's almost like a way of saying mind-altering substances, so, like, it's very vague, like... Yeah, like, it could be acid, it could be molly, like, <laughs> any of those drugs that alter your mind. Um, but it did, it did all start with, um, with that actor, Eason Kyun, and um, Yu Ain, who's another big actor. Um, so they're also appearing, I think, this month, uh, last month and this month in November, Um but yeah, they were they were reported to use these substances at room salons and homes in Gangnam in several occasions this year. So I mean, this must have been a big investigation for them to like know this and several occasions. I'm sure they have something to go off of, but it's but then they also need the evidence to back it out, which is probably a drug test. If they're f- passing the drug test, then I I don't know how they're going to continue it. Um he was one of eight people under investigation, and uh, the others also included a K-pop tra- trainee, Han So-hee, whose name always comes up, I feel like, with Big Bang and drug stuff. I'm like, girl, you haven't learned your lesson from this? I don't know. Wait, and, is, that the, uh, is that the same girl? 
I think so. Yeah. I think that's the same girl. Because that's her name. I'm like, how is her name always oh, showing oh, up? Oh, yeah, because it says former K-pop trainee. Oh. And that's what she was. I'm like, girl, you need to stop going to these clubs. And uh, Huang Hana, who is the granddaughter of the founder of Namyang Dairy Products. So I guess like some big chibble girl. Um, there were some uh, celebrity, female celebrities that were also questioned. Not like questioned, but like there was reports. I don't think they were included in the actual investigation. So there's Les Seraphim's Chewon, um, G Idols. I forget her name. It might have been Soyeon, but there were some other girls too. But obviously the um, the companies denied anything, of course. But maybe it was because they've like, maybe showed up to these like Gangnam room salons and that's why which honestly if they went there they probably might have dabbled in it maybe tried it once I, I, I don't know I can't say I'm not gonna <laughs> accuse anyone but also it's not unbelievable to me right. that they could have you know and to us we're still being very western about it and being like what's the big deal go to the club like yeah have some fun you're not hurting anybody there's a lot of things that people do when they get caught up in scandals that do hurt other people but yeah yeah there was also a doctor who um was also booked and he was the one who allegedly provided free drugs to both Eason Kyun and um g-dragon uh, so far, the police said that they don't know what his motive is to providing free drugs. You know what I mean? But I'm like, probably because they're celebrities. And he's probably like, yeah, let me be cool and give you drugs. And he's probably partying with them. But whatever. I don't know why else well, he would that's, put his license at stake. That's the drug dealer thing, man. You <laughs> give him the first one free and you get him coming back for more. Maybe he wanted but... to be their hookup. He wanted to be the hookup guy. Right. And also, like, maybe he's giving it to free for them, but maybe he's allowed to party with them. That's not, there's some form of transaction there. Like, you're hanging out with celebrities. I'd be like, sure, yeah, I got drugs. Like, it makes him feel cool, you know? Yeah. So. We all want to hang out with G Dragon. I mean, come on. Yes. Um, so far, I mean, I've seen the most backlash online. I mean, all of them have had enough backlash, but GD hasn't really been doing much to be taken away from. Um, UI in the actor, he he had like so many Netflix series. Like he was on Hellbound, and it was scheduled to shoot its second season. They and he got replaced by another actor. There was another um, series, Goodbye Earth, and then. That release date got adjusted after the investigation began. He was dropped out of a new mystery thriller. Um, and then a bunch of companies um, erased him completely from their ads. So they're just like, they do not play around in Korea. Which, that's why I made the comment in the beginning of like going from one controlling government to the other. Um, and I mean, not to say this is like a bit different, obviously, because it's a drug scandal and it's very serious. But it... I it, I do go back and forth a little bit with like, and we talked about this in another episode about TOPs, you know, um, issues. Uh, but he, when it's marijuana related, I'm a little bit more lenient, quote unquote, that I'm just kind of like, what's the big deal? And honestly, even with some of the other drugs, like it's like, I know it happens, you know, but I do also understand that Korea is very... 
um, strict with this stuff. And obviously you can't be lenient because then like, what does that say about your country and their laws? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I did have a, a quote here, um, from one of the articles I read, and this was, um, from like an, an online, uh, community quote, um, he's saying the laws governing narcotics related matters are strict. However, lenient Korean viewers and fans may be responsible. However, lenient Korean viewers and fans may be responsible for the multiple drug-related charges of TV stars as well. There are a number of celebrities like T.O.P. of Big Bang, Ju Ji Hoon, and Ha Jung Woo who return to the screens after a few years of silence, and the public reacts as if nothing has happened. Um, if their comeback is successful, um, so that's interesting as well too, right? That it's like he's also accusing that like. I guess with the growing popularity and, and global situation that we're in, that people are starting to be a bit more lenient with the stuff, so they don't care. Like, people just come back after a couple of years. Um, but I don't know. Where do where do you draw the line? Right. I mean, it's like we talked about in that T.O.P. episode, where it's like, are you really going to stop somebody from having a career in their chosen profession for all of eternity because they made one mistake took the time they always all those statements are always like I'm going to reflect on my on my actions and maybe they do maybe they honestly take stock of their lives and feel really bad about what they've done and come out of it a completely different person we don't know so yeah like it just it feels wrong to just cancel somebody for yeah one thing like if it yeah if they if they truly come back clean right yeah i mean even if they don't i i don't know i was just thinking in my head just comparing it again and i know it's not apples to apples comparing it to american celebrities but how many times have we heard about celebrities going in and out of rehab but they still come back and like release a new album or they'll act again and they're still allowed to do that and be successful even if they've gone to rehab or have been caught with things and it doesn't affect us in such a way for us to be like oh my god they're a horrible human being because maybe they're going through something and also the entertainment industry is not easy and a lot of times probably pushes them into this kind of stuff just like who are we to judge as well yeah i think that it's also just the nature of how especially when it comes to k-pop idols like they are part of this machine and part of this like collective business venture for lack of a better way to put it so it's not like I feel like they're not seen as individual people mm. which is part of it too like they're seen as somebody who was given this opportunity by a machine larger than themselves and you better and you better be grateful yep right? you better be grateful you better present yourself well you better do what you're told oh and be a saint oh be a to total the saint. image don't date yeah. anybody you can be like almost 40 years old you better pretend like you're single <laughs> yeah. it's insane yeah all the pressures all those pressures and it's like now we're psychoanalyzing the whole industry of like yeah they might just want one night to go and escape from that and be away from it and unfortunately they might choose drugs to do that um and then what? All of that gets taken away. You know what I mean? It's like the industry pushed them to 
to that place to do that. And maybe it didn't. Maybe it's them too, but whatever. It's like multifaceted. Every situation is different, but that could be a possibility. Yeah, it could be. But you know what? There are other ways to have fun that don't involve drugs. (laughs) Nice segue. Such as this amazing game that we're about to play. So Olivia doesn't know what this game is, but I'm going to ask her to guess something about a list of groups and we're going to see how many of these she can get right so okay i'm a little nervous all right i'm going to have you guess how many members are in each of these groups okay so we are going to start with kepler oh shit okay oh i'm just gonna guess oh yeah just guess uh i'm gonna say six Okay, there are nine, so that is incorrect. I was close. I was close. I was also between six and seven, but not that I would have been better. (laughs) Okay. The next one is The Boys. The Boys. Wait, where are they from? Uh, like what agency? Yeah. Girl, I don't know. Okay, okay, okay. Um, (laughs) I, it's so funny, you said The Boys, and I right away thought Girl Generation, so I'm going to go with nine. Wait, now I want to see where they're from. Oh, I don't. IST Entertainment? Is that a... Oh, okay. There's some... I don't know what that is. They're actually... Wait, I'm sorry. So what was your answer? Nine? Nine. That is also incorrect. Um, Currently, there are 11. There used to be 12. So I I would have accepted either answer. The boys are big. They're a big group. Okay. Next. Everglow. Let's bring the boys out. Sorry, I had to do that. Um, Everglow is... I'm... Pretty sure they're nine. No. Or seven. Shit. Neither. Is it nine? Th- Damn it. There's six. Oh my god, I'm so bad at this game. This is so fun. <laughs> I would be bad at it too. I had to look all of this up. Um and I chose groups that neither of us probably know all that much about. Um Okay. Next eighties. Five. Eight. Oh my god, okay. Alright. Wow, these big groups, there's a lot of big groups. Next, we have NMEX. I have no idea who they are. Uh, it's a girl group under JYP. I know that much. He likes the big group, so I'm going to go with eight. Six. Okay. All right. All right. Next. It's closer. Next, we have Treasure. I think Treasure isn't that big. I'm going to go with six. No, there are ten. Originally, there were twelve. Are you kidding me? I thought Treasure was a small group. <laughs> it's a boy group, right? It I'm is a boy right group. group, yes. I love their one song that now I can't think, but I, I always had it. The da 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 dee. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. I know what song you're... <laughs> I didn't know there was 10 of them. Jesus. Yo, back in the day, the only big group was Super Junior, man. They didn't do this back then to me. <laughs> All right, keep going. Okay, <laughs> next, La Seraphim. I should freaking know this. I'm going to go with seven. So there are currently five, originally six. Can I get at least one right? I don't know. We're <laughs> going to find out. You have three more chances. You ready? Oh, no. Okay. All right, next, Cravity. I do not know them. Can I at least get a hint of, like, big or small? Um... Big. Okay, so I'm going to go with 12. See, I've, I haven't guessed that yet. Maybe not so. Nine? 
Is nine still considered big? Yeah, nine okay. is big. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next, we have Billy. Oh, I'm going to go with five. So there are seven, originally six. They actually added a member. Oh, man. And I almost said six. All right, girl, you got one more chance. Ready? I'm not confident at all. <laughs> Stray kids. Oh, I'm going to get fucking canceled for this. Um, I should know them. I want to go with nine. I feel like there's going to be more. So there were originally nine. So you do get it. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm, I feel like I but just won, like, the pageant or something. There are okay. currently eight. That's fine. But it's fine. I don't care. You get I it. Got, I got... Because you know what? I know them originally. originally there you go. I knew, I knew there were nine in my gut. My gut was telling me nine. And I was like, go with it, Olivia. And I, I got it. That's I'm it. I'm so proud of myself. You got 10%. One out of 10. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'll take it. I'll take it. Listen, you gave me a lot of groups that I am not familiar with. So I'll take it. I know. I think it's I did, accurate. I did intentionally pick groups that I thought it would be fun just to. There's a lot of big groups nowadays. Like, damn. Because a lot of the groups that you mentioned are, most of them I knew their names, even though, like, I don't really know them. So I'm surprised that there's so many big groups. Yeah, it seems like a lot of the boy groups are particularly huge. You know, because my, my theory is always that they do that because you'll get more people, right? Because all you need is one person to, like, one person, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're hooked into the whole group, so. That's true. They're giving more you boys, more, yeah. all of the bias options. All of the bias options, yeah. You got I love it. That was a really fun game. That was fun. Well. Yeah. Ending on a high note after all the scandalous hot topics. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for tuning in uh, another day. On our, uh, you know, again, I think we say this all the time, but we're going to try to, uh, you know, record a little more, a couple more episodes to finish out the year and continue strong for 2024. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram and YouTube at Kpop Hotsheet and rate us on Apple Music and Spotify if you enjoyed the show. You can also turn your notifications on on Spotify by clicking the bell icon if you want to be notified of new episodes when they're uploaded. All right. Well, we love you guys. Please give us good ratings. We appreciate it. And also, don't hesitate to reach out. Yay. You know? We'll definitely be reading it. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Toodles. Bye. Bye.